Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. The late-night anger management class has begun. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, but everybody else in between throwing it down. Night two of the National Basketball Association regular season. We've got a full slate of games. And, you know, we talked about the Super Bowl hangover curse in the past. Is there an NBA Finals hangover? Um, probably. And the Miami Heat are finding that out as the Orlando Magic beat. The Miami Heat uh, tonight, New York Knicks, uh, New Era Knicks, same result. Pacers win by 14. Cleveland Cavaliers step up and get it uh, done. Big-time matchup in Boston between Milwaukee and Boston. And I'll tell you what, man, you can take a bunch of these teams in the Eastern Conference and you throw them on a court together, fans, no fans, bubble, street, arena. I don't care, man. You're going to get these games. You know, the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics played a seven-game playoff series uh, last year. Same crap. It always came down just to a point here, a foul there. And that's what happened tonight with uh, Boston and Milwaukee. And people are already piling on uh, Milwaukee. Um, and we're not going to do that. We're not you know, we're not the type that jumps in after one game to start ripping teams because we've been ripping Milwaukee for the last couple of years. <laughs> All right? So Milwaukee's lineup is just not that good. And they never change anything. They change players, but they never change styles. They'll change sort of like one dude for another dude that does the exact same thing and say, hey, look, we're retooled. But ultimately, they only have a couple of good players, right? You know, you've got Giannis. Uh, Chris, you know, Giannis is awesome. Chris Middleton is overrated. And Drew Holiday's good, but people are talking about this dude like he's Magic Johnson com combined with Isaiah Thomas and Kevin Johnson or something like that. Yeah, he's good. And look at everybody else after on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, big story tonight to me, and we're going to get into this. Um, you know, we have more time uh, tonight to break it down. And I'm not talking about James Harden being a fat ass loser uh, that he is. Uh, but yeah, good job. Uh, the Houston Rockets couldn't, uh, they couldn't, uh, they, they didn't have eight eligible players to play the game. First game of the year. And I don't know, I can't help but think that maybe James Harden hanging out uh, with strippers and Instagram models every night and not wearing a mask. Might have had something to do with that. But Carl Anthony Towns goes off, and I see all these headlines and stories in the sports world, yet I'm not seeing a lot of love for cat. And you know what? I love cats, and I'm starting to love this cat as well. Sports Rage Late Night. Bring it. Run. 
relax. You don't have to actually play these sports. Just know about them. Keep it here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn-up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Class continues. I'm Marenzi throwing it down. It's the Wicked uh, Wednesday, and I can tell it's going to be one of these uh, nights uh, here uh, tonight. A uh, night like it uh, feels like smashing things. A night that feels like uh, smashing things. And I swear to God, I really do. And I, I say this, and I don't even want to use the uh, the Lord's name uh, vainly here because I really do. I don't wake up angry. And I don't wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to freak out about uh, things all day. Uh, but that's just what happens. And, you know, none of us expect to face the challenges that we face uh, on a daily basis. Uh, but I think how we, uh, how we react and how we deal with them um, is, is more indicative. Because everybody's going to deal with problems. And everything is sort of correlated into, um, into sports as well, right? And... You know, how about, like, we see, um, same thing, we see this with, like, pitchers, Major League Baseball pitchers. It's about how how they all, you know, how do you react after things go bad? And I got to tell you, I guess defensive backs in football is the same thing. Um, it's all about how you react after you get burnt up for a play, right? You have to have a short memory. And I'd have to say as gamblers and as talk show hosts, uh, it's the exact same thing. All right, so let's bring in, uh, the. do we have the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart? Is he ready to go? All right, uh, are we going to get the video up, uh, or are we just doing uh, audio only here tonight? <laughs> All right. Oh, the video is oh. malfunctioning. That's impossible. Nothing oh. would ever malfunction. I, I can't believe that. Uh, What's the video of? Is Was it of you? Yeah, it's our camera of me, Cam. Oh, What's okay. going on? 
Good, good. I, I just don't want a video on me tonight. That's all. I gotta, you know, it's just uh, I'd like to be guy incognito. It's just been it's just one of been one of those days, Marenzi. I haven't started drinking yet. I actually just went shopping for the family. I picked up a couple shrimp rings, uh, you know, a bag of uh, pot stickers. I got some uh, nice appetizers, some scallops and bacon, and a couple other things at the store. And uh, the way the bets went pretty good early, but uh, I'll tell you, man, uh, a lot of lot of backdoor nonsense there. But you know what? Who cares? You said it. Another day, whatever. We'll get over this stuff. We do it every day. Only one game on the board tomorrow, but uh, I guess we'll smash it. Or get smashed uh, by it. Uh, could, it could go. That's yeah. <laughs> that's more accurate. Yes. Yes. The yeah, bowl. Yeah, I've fallen yeah, into the yeah. bowl trap, man. They, these games go under. Like, see that game tonight. Oh, hey, what's the final score? 25-10. Like, you know what I mean? And the other game, I had the wrong team teased. Both both sides would have hit barely by by the hook. But, yeah, I'm getting sick and tired of this crap, Marenzi. And with COVID, uh, it's even, you said it, just it's impossible to pick. You, th- you can break down all the things you want. doesn't matter. You know what I'm sick and tired of, Cam? Green screens. Sick and oh, tired yeah. of green screens. Yeah, green screens. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sick yeah. and tired of I green got, screens, yeah. lights, um, lights cords. flashing, cords. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here I, am I can't too. even have people over. Like, I know it's COVID, but literally, if you look on my floor, other than like, you know, some tobacco that you left when you're quarantined here, I don't think I vacuumed since. Uh, you know, I got loose papers. I got about seven cords. They look like snakes. I got power bars. The lights are the lights are hanging on by a thread. I got this sound wall thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's it's not a home, Renzi. It's it's a dump. That's what it is. It's a dump with equipment. <laughs> Saying you live in a dump with with with, with equipment. With, yes, with equipment. Yes, and a green screen. Yeah, and and a green screen brought uh, brought to you live, right? But like I said, it is true. It's easy to get caught up uh, in stuff in the moment. You get upset about these things. So a story I wanted to get to, and um, I brought I brought this up. Uh, I brought this up off the top of the show. I don't know if we can kill that sort of echo that I'm getting uh, as well. You know, it would be nice if we could just have a nice Christmas show on the way out here, right? But uh, evidently not. It's going to be more Festivus-like uh, than anything. I swear to God, Cam, if I hear damn echoes, like, there's got to be, like, you know, basically, we're giving everyone the Christmas holiday here for a couple of days. But if I hear echoes, people are going to start hearing echoes in their head after I start hitting people, Cam. Yes. Yes. Uh yeah, a lot of that stuff going around, yes. Marenzi. Uh, it's, yeah, like, yes. it's hard to get a clean ride. <laughs> hard to get a clean ride. A clean ride? We got cleaner rides from our crap-ass jockeys that we used to own our horse on. They gave us... They gave, oh, they, yeah, I, we, never, we never got a clean yeah. ride. <laughs> oh, it's funny you mentioned that. I was watching the Horse Racing Channel, and they had all, like, the loser D-tracks on, and all the guys that, you know, used to race for us suddenly are winning. It's just, I'm just sitting back going, where was this kind of effort to split three horses and win at Western Fair? When you had our horse, you, like, got scared, and you came in ninth. It's unbelievable, man. Me and you are luck with stuff. It's just, I'm like, this is these are the same turkeys that used to finish 12th. Now they're winning. Yeah, of course. Our downfall, well, we had a lot of downfalls with our horse. Uh, of course, me and Cam owned a horse. We had a lot of downfalls uh, with the horse, but... I'd have to say, what our biggest one actually was we had a really good driver. A jockey's a thoroughbred, but you call it a driver when you do harness racing, right? So uh, we had a good driver 
real good guy, Travis uh, Travis Cullen. And um, was that his name? Yeah, Travis Cullen, right? Yeah, Travis and, Cullen, one of the best. Yeah, yeah, he was very good. And we noticed that we were we do better when he like we won with him, and you know we'd finish in the money when he would ride our horse. And I spoke to other. I said, you know, I said, what's the deal? I said, this guy's real good. And they said, oh, I don't know if he's good. He's just dangerous. And <laughs> I said, what do you mean? They said, basically, he does things that he'll sort of risk his life cap, which that's what we're looking for in a driver. This guy will risk his life to win 10% of your purse. You know what I'm saying? I had, and like, I, I'm with yeah, it. He'll cut, yeah, he'll cut things. They're like, oh, yeah, he does things that basically, he's not like a danger to other drivers. But he's willing to do things and risk himself, <laughs> right? That other people won't do. Like the older guys won't do that. The older guys, like they're like, I'm not gonna, dude. I'm not doing this to make 750 bucks if the horse wins, right? So they'll, you know, they'll do what they can do to win. Except our problem is Travis liked to win so much. Um, there were some added substances in some of the horses, <laughs> allegedly. I actually think it was factually because he got uh, banned for a while. Yeah, no, but you're right. Yeah, he guy was, looks great. It was baking soda. <laughs> All I know baking is I watch soda. him and he wins a lot. You're <laughs> telling me you don't think Baffert and these guys give the horses baking soda? Oh, I guess baking soda is a little picker-upper for a horse. They like it. Listen, I don't want to get the network sued or anything like that, but let's call it out for what it is. Horses are dying at Santa Anita. No offense, it's the same suspects that are there. You do the math. You tell me, but you don't think these horses are uh, hopped up on goofballs? You got no clue. Yeah. I'm telling you guys right now, if you ever buy a racehorse, don't do it, number one. You don't want to do that. But number two, if you do, don't get an old jockey or driver ever. They don't want to risk anything. They're old. And they don't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, if they've been around long enough and they know... Like, I, I'm not going to get hurt over one race. But somebody like Travis was just like a young hotshot. He would run over anybody to get to the finish line for his camp. I like that. <laughs> so do I. And in fact, and he, uh, and in fact and, where's and, he racing yeah. right now? I want to bet on him. I want to bet he on him. Races he races everywhere. Oh, he races at Woodbine Mohawk. He'll even do the D-Tracks, Western Fair, Georgian. He'll like he'll go anywhere. Hell, I think the guy even races in Buffalo. I guess he's got, uh, I don't know if he does the a special quarantine or whatever, but I'll tell you, man, every time I watch harness racing and there's a track, like, and Cullen's racing, he's always top three, top four. Like, the guy, the guy doesn't come in last place. And he does it with bad horses sometimes, too. He's a maniac. Yeah, he did it with ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish he didn't get suspended for the baking powder because we could have won a little bit more money on the way out. Hey, if our horse didn't get hurt right now, we probably own like 16 horses and we're one of the biggest things <laughs> yeah. in the horse racing business. That, yeah, that's we our luck. over. We got the Joan Collins special again. Over and over. Bring it. Coming at you all day, every day, with more attitude than other lesser networks would deem appropriate. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Listening to the source of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. But we just call it the winning edge. Keep it here. There's plenty to go around. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. chat going here this evening but looks like uh it looks like we're having some video malfunctions uh tonight what the hell is your major malfunction um a lot <laughs> so we've got a couple of major malfunctions uh with us the raging rat redhead cam stewart and uh the biggest malfunction of them all ian cameron babano yeah what's up babano I can malfunction all I all I want as long as the bets don't. I'll be happy. What's up, guys? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, oh, yeah, Babano. Yeah, it's real, real merry. Hey, if we can lose the uh, the uh, the Star Wars sound effects in the background, uh, there we go. That would be better. Um, I gotta tell you, you know, last last show cam of the week before Christmas, I was really hoping for a smoother ride, but I guess we should be, you know, Cam. Well, it, it's never a smooth ride, Cam. Life is not a smooth ride. That's like the, that's the, like I said, I said, I said, we're going to the break earlier. Like every day, it's like, I don't tell myself, you know what? And I always say after, cause I snap during these things. I, you know, I want to pull a Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. All right. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Is that a great impression or what, Cam? What do you think, Babano? I know, Babano, you do good karaoke and impressions. What do you think yes. of my Bill O'Reilly impression? It's pretty good, huh? That's pretty accurate because I've seen that clip like probably fifty times by now. It's pretty spot on, Gabe. You see, as I can envision Bill O'Reilly saying that in my head when, when you were no, no, saying no, exactly. that like that. It's not just yelling. We'll do it live. It's the actual. It's the actual. Um, it's the tone. It's like yeah, I'm bang yeah. on with this. Yeah. We'll do it live. Yeah, it was a meltdown. It was a meltdown we'll tone. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Right, so, so as I wanted to get to, let's try to. Uh, Cam, am I crazy? Can you God hear this stuff, Cam, like in the background? Like, didn't I just say no. we're talking about this stuff? Like about, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. my, my thing now, Gabe, is my thing is this. We're like a team. Don't expect perfection. Just go out there and we grind and we might cover the spread. 
an outright win is a lot to ask. Just let's just let's just cover the number. We'll be fine with that. <laughs> and a lot of people will be fine with you that way, Cam. Just cover the number. <laughs> exactly. Now, like after all this, like uh, after all these years, do you now sympathize with head coaches more? Like you imagine, like sometimes a head coach is standing there and it's like watching his punter shank something. It's like, even though you spent all day, like, telling them, don't do this, right? Don't, don't like, rotate the ball that way. And then they do it again. <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. if you were a coach, like, I, basketball would be the worst. Like, being the head coach of a bad NBA team, just sitting on the bench watching your dudes do stupid things all night. What do you, and then everyone rips you in the media after, oh, he's such a horrible coach. <laughs> like, but you got to bite the bullet, can because you're getting paid big money. <laughs> It's but, true. Right, so, it's true. Like I want to say, so all this negativity in the world, um, and it's actually a sad negative story. But this is like this is my Christmas tale for all you people out there. Right? You think your life sucks. You lost on the bowl game. You've got no girlfriend. You've got no friends. Christmas means nothing to you because you know you've got no one in your life to give you a present. <laughs> uh, things could always be worse. I told you it's a depressing story, but it turns out nice. Uh, yeah. Things can always be yeah, worse. I guys. hope it does. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. You have everything in your life. Okay. I, I, You've got a I, home. A I come on your show. You're, you're making me cry. Yeah, no, no, I got it. You're right. Like, hey, I, I never complain about like life. I get mad about stupid stuff. You're right, though. But I'm a very lucky guy. I got a girlfriend who's got my back, you know. There's issues, obviously. Everyone's got problems in relationships, and there's things. But Man, you know I'm what I mean? She doesn't bust my balls about gambling. I like that. You know what I mean? I say, listen, you're good. You want to you want to drink and party? You want to drink and party? I want to gamble. Here's a tip. Let's just let it. Let, let, let's just let everyone be. Be yourself, and and don't worry about it. Till you lose that. something big. I've been with I've been yeah. with hardcore partying chicks before for years, and it's bad because we'd get wasted together and do really crazy things, and things would get out of hand. Correct. Who turn into Sid and Nancy? But then I've also yes. been with like straight edge sort of church going uh, people, and that's like too extreme too. You got to find a balance. I so, I agree. Uh, so so I was gonna say, uh, you got Carl Anthony Towns, guys. This is not this is a story that doesn't get enough. If like if Tiger oh, Woods' yeah. father died once, and we hear about it for thirty mm-hmm. years on the 16th anniversary of Earl passing away, Tiger Woods makes a putt. Isn't that emotional? Right? And, oh, Brett Favre, oh, his father passed away through a couple of touchdown passes. All good. I get it. My father died, too. I'm not making light of it. Carl Anthony Towns, his mother died from coronavirus. Six other relatives, like his mother, Mm -hmm. sisters, brothers, like everybody in his family are dropping. Seven people in total in his close family have died from coronavirus, including his mother. And... Dude goes out there, drops 22 tonight, and I'm even happy for him despite the fact I lost my Pistons bet, but it's amazing. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like some other athlete, like LeBron James comes back after eating a bad taco and he's treated like a hero. Colonel Anthony Towns out there bawling his ass off and, and, you know, doing this. And, you know, people don't realize it. Like he's not in good shape, this guy. Like if you, you know, no. his comments tonight, he goes, even though my life is all effed up, I'm always going to be here for these guys and my team. Like, this is a guy that has like $180 million, yet he's falling apart emotionally inside, yet he's bawling and he's fighting his way through this. And 
he said to someone after the game, he said, I'm not the same person as I was before April 13th. He said, I'm a different man now, and I always will be moving forward. He's talked, that's the date his mother passed. And I see online people, oh, you're a different man. Yeah, we'll see you when you're, the T-Wolves are 4-11 and 11 in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, a bunch you're of so jackasses crazy. people are. That's not the night to say some stupid thing like, like that. Come on, people. No, no, yeah. but that's everyone. It's not one person. It's thousands of people. That's the society we're it is. in right now. Yep. And Twitter. I agree. No, there's no mention of Carl. I got Rex Chapman showing some love, but Twitter is lighting up about Trump saying something stupid again or whatever, or partying people. Um, oh, oh, God forbid. Yep. Oh, Giannis missed a free throw. He sucks. Oh, Giannis is a loser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giannis is a big loser in life. You know who else was tweet? You know, you know who else was trending, Gabe? You know who else was trending? That loser, Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains, and I tweeted him back saying, "You're an idiot," because the guy's like, "Let's have a let's yeah, let's have a yeah." No, I hate that guy. Let's have a mask off party, you dummy. Here's the thing that I'm talking about. You're right, Carl Anthony Towns. That story's going way under the radar, and that's why I got upset about James Harden today. He's a selfish piece of crap. He's a prick, and he doesn't care about anybody. He could have walked around, got an old guy coronavirus, and the guy could die, and he's sitting there partying and talking gangster to people. Go after yourself. You're a yeah, clown, throw, man. I, yeah, I, I, Dwayne, honestly, Gabe, I I hate that guy. I and throw Dwayne Haskins. If in I ever met him, too. if I ever met James Harden in Vegas, I'd tell him to f off right to his face. He's a piece of crap. Urbano? Yeah, Dwayne Haskins too. Uh, careless, reckless, you know, behavior uh, that's costing. It may cost people. And the Washington football team came down hard on him. You know, big fine. You're not going to be a captain anymore. Uh, they're not screwing around with that kind of nonsense. Who cares about a captain? Who cares? They didn't come down. I think they could have gone way harder. They fined him forty thousand dollars. Not a major fine, Urbano. <laughs> For an NFL quarterback? Yeah, they should. They should have oh, done I'd more. Pay, I'd pay forty thousand dollars to hang out with twelve uh, hookers in a hotel room. It'd be worth it. <laughs> what does he care? <laughs> but you know what? Who said that? Uh, who said that um, Ryan Leaf? Somebody said, "Oh, he's turning into Ryan Leaf." And uh, Dwayne Haskins. And I thought it was a little strong. You know, I'm like, all right, well, listen, Dwayne Haskins isn't breaking into people's medicine, houses and medicine cabinets. That's the thing. Looking for, yeah, looking right. for a yeah, fix. He, no, he's, he's not a, in that kind Yeah, of yeah, Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf's a cat burglar who's stealing pills. Like he yeah. was hopped up on opioids, Pill right? Popper, so, MD, yeah. I'm gonna, you know what the thing is, though, Gabe? I'm kind of a defendant person. Life could be hard for people. No I don't even like Ryan taking Lee. shots at him. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm more mad about James Harden because he's not like he's just an idiot. Like the, Ryan Leaf was hooked on drugs, you know. And when you Ryan have a drug Leaf. problem, you do crazy no, no, stuff. Exactly. Like imagine this. Like honestly, Ryan Leaf wasn't even like stealing things from people's homes. So it wasn't like he broke into your house and oh, I'm going to steal your wife's engagement yep. ring or your wedding ring. He yeah. went to your medicine cabinet. If I found exactly, dude, I'd actually like to talk to the guy. I wouldn't call the cops either. I'd be like, dude, listen, bro. Like, can't be going into people's medicine cabinet. I don't even have anything in my medicine cabinet, but can't be going to medicine cabinet. It's like, you'd have a talk with a guy. You know, like, uh, dude, I remember years ago, man, there was a homeless guy. I woke up, there's a homeless guy sleeping on my couch. You know, I didn't attack him. I didn't use it as an excuse. You know what I mean? He was older. He was kind of schizophrenic. And what we get for leaving our door unlocked and open uh, on, in a downtown area. Excellent point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, you're, dude, you gotta go no. 20 bucks on the way out. <laughs>
<laughs> you've seen my friends. You've seen some of my friends who sleep on the floor, Marenzi. They're borderline homeless, too. These guys don't even, uh, they're, I'd rather have a homeless guy. You might say, hey, how you doing, instead of eating all my food and drinking all my beer and bolting. Deadbeats. Your buddies are the best, though. <laughs> yeah, they're clowns. No, they're they're straight up clowns. Like these guys, like every guy's got a story too. Every guy's got a story. You're right. They are, but I, all your buddies. I love them though. This guy's might kick them out. Oh, he's got a new kid. I'm like, I don't have time for this. You're right. All your buddies have like your buddies. Your buddies are like cast the characters on This Is Us. All right. Yeah. Yeah, even sadder. Non-stop live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. What, are you not going to listen? We are the SportsGrid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Happy holidays, or I should say, happy, uh, happy Festivus. Let's say, uh, let's say, happy, uh, happy Festivus. Uh, right now is better than the holidays. I don't know. I don't know. It's because, you know, I've I've been on East Coast and West Coast uh, for the holidays over my over the years. I always sort of mix it up, and there's definitely something to it where you feel more holidayish when there's snow and it's cold and stuff like that. Like you know, whatever, dude. Today there's no snow and it was sunny. So I can't even tell it's Christmas, uh, but I guess we'll say Merry Christmas. Merry, you know what, though? Just because we're miserable, Cam, doesn't mean that other people aren't happy. Babano, I think Babano's all happy. And me, me and Cam were asking yeah, earlier, Babano, we don't know a lot about you, Babano. You're a very secretive person. So um, although we should announce, Babano's, <laughs> Babano's going to be with us. Uh, Babano's going to be with us on uh, in-game live. He's in for Joe Lisi on Sunday. Uh, Lisi soft. Oh, I have to go visit my kids and my family in Florida. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like Joe Lisi. I don't have kids and family around to have to uh, mingle with. <laughs> the There's a big difference guy. between guy, him and I. Be- this guy's the best. <laughs> he could be like falling off a cliff. You're soft. You missed the show tonight. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> Lisi's got to see his. I know you're joking, but man, the guy's got to see his kids. I'm actually proud of Joe Lisi kids? for uh, taking the father role. Remember a couple of years ago at Sports Grid in the studios while we were doing the show? Uh, we we're doing Marenzi unfiltered, and so me and Cam are doing a show with Bano, and this kids producing the show. Well, the term producers tossed around loosely now. <laughs> so the guys, yeah. you know, he was there. The guy, he was he there. Was he there. hit record, and <laughs> so he's sitting there, but he gets up and like we go to a break or whatever, and he looks. So he comes into the booth. He's like, "All right, guys, this guy's going to be taking over. I got to go right now." And I'm like, what do you mean you got to go? I said, who the hell goes in the middle of a show? 
And then he tells us, he goes, uh, I said, where are you going? I said, this better be good. And he goes, uh, he goes, wow. He goes, my wife is pregnant and I'm going to a Le Mans class with her. And I told him with a straight face too. I said, you're telling me you're leaving a show because your wife's having a baby? I said, because you're at Le Mans class? I said, really? And I looked at the guy like surprised and shocked. He looked scared. I was like, you know, I said, that's the type of stuff that gets you fired, man. And uh, even Cam was like kind of freaked out sitting there. And then I told the guy, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but honestly, actually. Yeah, but if he's doing back, the breathing and all the exercises. You need listen, to be there to comfort her, right? That's what I told listen, him, man. Listen, actually. Said, you're not I, the one having yeah. a kid. I said, you're not the one having a kid. Yeah. It's emotional support thing, yeah. <laughs> not just that. Not just that. Who has a Lamaze class at like 5 o'clock? Like you do that stuff at night. Like it's it, like, are you okay. kidding me? Like that that yeah, stuff. My buddies went all through that stuff. You're not doing a show. How about exactly. That? <laughs> you just you just want to get out of work. Trust me, I'm with you on that one. Oh yeah, nice you smooth are... five o'clock Lamaze class. That stuff for seven thirty and later. Come on, get a grip. Even I know that. Yeah, you got to go to the, you got to go uh, you got to go to the dog barber after too. The dog salon. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Groom the dog. <laughs> Grooming the pooch. I'd love to be an old school coach and just yell at people all day with that stuff. Ah, let me. Yeah, get, it'd be fun. Me, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you'd that. You'd be good at camp. it. Oh no, I told you. I played the only time I ever played golf on a, on a sanctioned PGA course. I told you guys. I played the day after the Skins game with like Tiger Woods and John Daly, whatever, the whole nine yards. Cam knows the course. Yep. El Diablo. It's awesome. Freddie Couples designed El Diablo, and uh, so. The grandstands was still up and everything. And I went with Steve Rapp. Uh, Steve Rapp uh, used to be with uh, Bowman's at Bet365. And uh, good guy, Steve Rapp. Uh, so he's, he's been yeah. good to me over the years. So, you know, me and Rapp went because, you know, we had the common whatever. We got the perks. And we went. So we went golfing. And, of course, Rapp, you know, wants to bet. And it's like, yeah, it goes without saying. So we, we bet. Except as Cam knows, I bet. I'm a terrible golfer. So, and yeah. Rap, like, golfs every weekend, like, for real. He's got his own clubs, and, like, you know what I mean? He's into it and stuff. So, there was a handicap, but I wanted to tee off from the ladies' tees. Not the intermediate, the ladies' camp, right? It's a PGA course, bro. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, to yeah. it's long. It's a PGA course. Cam, there was a difference of, like, 80 yards, bro, in the tee Oh, box. for sure. No, 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 no. Like, From the I'm women's... not even kidding. I'm mad enough yes. to admit it. You guys no. laugh. Oh, go to a PGA course the day after Tiger Woods plays oh, I know. there. And tee off from where he tees off. You're going to get 18 yards away, all right? You're going to take 22 shots. So I'm like, so they're all like, no problem, no problem. And they waited, Cam, till I put my ball down on my tee and I was about to swing. And then they all said to me, the three guys, what, you're really going to do this? They were like, all right, you want us to get your skirt? And, like, they started, like, you know, they, they got into me. But it was good. I like that type of humor. It was fine. I didn't get all of that. Yeah. So I told them. Yeah. I said, all yeah. right. I said, all right, rap. I said, fine. Well, when I said, when I run out of golf balls, you're giving them to me. Because I said, I'm not buying a bunch of golf balls because I'm putting them in the drink because I can't clear it. And lo and behold, buddy, I almost enjoyed it, Kemp. I put like seven balls in no, a row it's awesome. in the drink, and I refused to take a drop. Yeah. I was like, "Bam, bam!" I could not clear. People and don't I told know. Him, give me another ball. Yep. Give me another ball. 
And you know Steve Rapp. He's a vain guy. He had expensive golf balls. Cam. He is. I lost about seven of his balls, and then he was like, all right, all right, all right. I, I even got out of the bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He plays like he plays like those Titleist Tour Baladas, like $17 a sleeve, right? You play the Crow Flights, 50 cents a ball. He's got like each ball yeah. seven, six, seven bucks. He's losing his mind. I'll tell you another thing, Gabe. I don't mind that either. We were talking about old hockey coaches. We had a hockey coach that actually like physically abused us. He used to shoot pucks at us when we didn't play well and like make us like do crazy stuff that we'd be in jail for today. I, I got to be honest with you. I didn't mind I, I didn't mind it. Want to know why? Oh. Play better. Don't be stupid. Be Tough good. Love. Then the guy didn't Tough He didn't love. shoot pucks at me cuz I realized, man, I'm not floating. I'm playing hard. I don't I don't want to deal with this and he respected Dude, that. Our coach, different we world we're living in now. Our coach, we all knew. He's getting a divorce. He's not happy and he drinks a lot. We better play good tonight. You know what I mean? It was one of those deals. <laughs> he's not he's not happy. He's getting a divorce and he's an alcoholic. What a combo. Oh yeah. No, and his son was on our team. Right? So we knew. And the poor kid would be crying, like, oh my dad, I'm sorry, because is the dude, our coach used to throw pucks at people in the room. He'd throw a puck at you like when yeah, you're he... sitting on the bench in the room. And like the son, yeah. no one would people would pick on the kid. They're like, Your dad, man, like you know what I mean? And like the kid broke down, oh, my parents are getting divorced, things are terrible and stuff. Like and, but I love the coach. I swear to God, I love that guy. I have great memories, Cam. Like, I don't think like he hit me with a hockey stick a few times, but I deserved it. I was slacking off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, that, you know that like same coach. You're going to love this, Cam. You're going to love yep. this in Babano. This is what sports is about. And we'll tell you about this coach, okay? My grandfather played for the Montreal Canadiens and Team Canada. He's as straight as, as it gets, this guy, all right? And God bless him. Loved him as much as anybody I've ever loved in this world before that's lived. And, you know, I was kind of like a little, you know, I was out of control a bit. And it was a big game. And I was like 15. And I was outside, like, this store sort of strip mall about a block away from the arena. And it was really raining hard and stuff. And I stopped to smoke a joint, all right, before I went into the, the arena. I was a kid. For sure. Except my alcoholic coach came out of the liquor store. All <laughs> right. So he sees me, and he's like, ah. He goes, I know you and your loser buddies. And he goes, I need starts naming other guys on the team. I know you guys do this stuff, but he goes, before a game? He goes, it's a big game. And I told him, don't worry, coach. I've done worse before games. I kind of was mouthy with him. And, and so he benched me, okay? And I've never been benched. He benched me. So we didn't even have a backup goalie. Like he put, like he called up the kid like from the league below us and everything, like, see, bench me. My grandfather drove like an hour to see every game I played in, man. All right? And my grandfather played hockey. for the Like, he was not impressed that I wasn't playing. So he confronts the coach after the game, guys. And I'm there in the hallway. <laughs> my grandfather's like steaming. What the hell? He's got six shutouts? You guys are 11 and one? What the hell's going on here? Why didn't he like, and I'm like, it's okay, Gramps. And he's like, no, it's not okay. Like, he's like one of those type of deals. And I'm like, oh, my God, man, this is going to be bad. And you know what? The, 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 my grandfather says, you tell me right now why he didn't start tonight. And instead of saying, you know what? I saw your grandson smoking weed outside the arena. 
He said, your grandson needs to work on his glove hand. We were worried. They had a lot of guys on their team that shoot high. And yeah, that's nice of the coach. He didn't right? sell you out. That's, how do you not respect yeah. that? Except it was almost worse because the next day when I went home, my grandfather, we got up like at eight in the morning. He goes, all right, get ready. Glove hand. Glove hand. Guy shot like 500 yeah. bucks at me. <laughs> glove hand. Glove. Yeah, that's, and I'm thinking I don't have ready. a glove hand problem. All right? <laughs> I don't have a glove hand problem. All right? It's an excuse so I'm there. And then my grandfather, God rest his soul, he's telling me, I don't know what the hell your coach is talking about. Your glove hand's fine. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Gabe, that same coach, I remember I met him at a funeral or whatever, and he was like, hey, Cam, I see you guys, uh, he watched, like, sports. He's like, yeah, I see you and the bald guy. It was like when the score was going on, right? And he knew I started to gamble, and he didn't tell anybody in his family. He's like, want to go to Woodbine? He was my old hockey coach. <laughs> the guy was right into the ponies. It was the best. Like, oh, we set up like a day. Didn't even tell like his sons or anything. Want to go to Woodbine? Yes, I do. I'll see you there. <laughs> I love it. It was great. Yeah, me, me and that guy always got along, actually. It was awesome. Last story we'll tell you. I don't know if you know Babano. You know, I uh, know Cam knows, but you know, uh, you know the Donnelly brothers played in the National Hockey League in the 80s. Seven, late 70s, early 80s. You yes. Know, uh, Gordon, yeah, Gordon I yeah, I heard them. Yeah, I heard them. Yeah. Yeah, he was my coach, too, after the crazy guy camp. Like, because the crazy guy, we were like, that he guy's... wasn't like so. Like, I played like enough, and Cam knows. I'm not, I don't sit here and tell you, oh, I could have played in the NHL. I had NCAA scholarship offers and stuff, but my grades sucked. And NCAA hockey wasn't that good in the old days when I played. But put it this way like, I played on a team that my head coach was an NHL player. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gord Donnelly was my coach, yeah. and God bless him. He yep. used to tell us. He see, he said, said you know, because we used to play on Friday nights and, and and you know like Tuesdays and Friday nights type thing. And on Friday nights, point blank, and we were kids, man, like 14, 13, 14, that 15, like all that type stuff. And he used to say, listen, we win the game, we win the game, we go back to my place and we drink beer. Our little secret. I like that. Yeah, right. There you go. That's a coach right there. And he said, I don't know what you guys do, but he goes, you know, it's it's sort of team bonding. And as Cam knows, but but hockey, beer's like soda. It doesn't count, right? So even, so like that's, I'm just giving guys like the hockey culture behind the scenes. So when you hear about why guys are the way they are when they're pros, when you hear that Austin Matthews is all drunk mooning people at three in the morning, he's been encouraged to drink guys his entire life. (laughs) Hockey players, there's no doubt about it. They crush everybody in drinking. Like most jobs, you show up drunk. Your coach is drunk. You know what I mean? Like everyone's drunk. It's acceptable. It's acceptable. That's why they have red noses. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Our goal is subtle. But profound. We want you, Sporto, to hold court at the company water cooler every Friday and Monday. Get it? That's the winning edge. All you got to do is listen. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. 
a three-minute warning. Level one. Man, this uh, this show's just uh, flying by. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, kicking to us. Bob Bano as well. We're going to get to Bano's picks. But I know, Cam, it's been a long week. But I told you, it'd be painless yeah. tonight. Huh? It's like going to the dentist now. Yeah, going to the dentist in the yeah. old days, I used to go in the 70s, man. It would suck. It was medieval, right? Now, yeah. you don't even feel anything, right? They bake you up. They can't. You can't tell. I told you, quick and painless. We haven't gotten to the NFL. And this is our last show of the week, guys. So we got to get into our NFL picks and everything. But I like talking about the old hockey stories. It's great times. Like, you know, I, oh, I love it. We did some crazy things. And I'm the saying, best? I'm saying we had an yep. NHL coach, but Cam, Cam got his face pulverized by one of the toughest guys in NHL history and Eric Cards, didn't you? You got into a fight yeah. with him. You played big league hockey too. Yeah, they were on the Burlington Selects, and they were a much better team than us. Like, our team was like a bad AAA team, and I remember I sat out in front of the net, and I used to hang out there. I used to work against guys who couldn't play, but this guy was a monster. He's like Zidane Chara, right? And he starts hitting me in the back and the back and the back, and he's hitting my nuts. And after a while, I just, like, I just lost it on this guy. I look, I go, oh, my God, I'm fighting Andre the Giant. Guy rips off my helmet. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, man, this guy just ragdolled me. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy, Gabe. But, uh, hey, man, if you've been beaten up by a guy that's uh, played in the NHL and he was a tough guy in the NHL, yeah, you can uh, kind of respect it. And he worked with my buddy Rob G at Milestones, the restaurant Babano knows at uh, Brant Road there. And I ran into him again, and uh, we had a good laugh about it. He didn't really remember. He goes, I beat up a lot of people. All right, so what it wasn't as bad as Dano <laughs> Chara awesome. and Brian McCabe many years ago for you, Cam, was it? It wasn't awesome. like you were uh, Brian McCabe with Sedano awesome. Chara. That's awesome, Cam, that he tells you that. <laughs> he tells you, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I beat up a lot of people. Because right? I don't even know who you are. You're friends with my buddy Rob, and I beat up everybody. You just put you on the list. Thanks. That's <laughs> cool. All right. Or yeah, was awesome. and Cam on the other side. Late night anger management class continues. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Sports Grid. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 